0: from the dot com fed fed from the farm dot com these Hi everybody, it's good to be here this afternoon. I am uh, gonna talk about a topic that comes up with, with my clients when I work with them on nutrition often. Uh, You know, when I first start with someone, I typically get a rundown of what a typical day's worth of eating is, where their struggles are, uh, what they're um, doing from an exercise standpoint, what their typical schedule is. And um, I often hear that, you know, they will have an off meal on the weekend, uh, maybe a couple off meals on the weekend, or maybe they'll even have an entire off weekend. Uh, but they've exercised the entire weekend. Uh, so, you know, they feel like they've kind of covered themselves, uh, with enough exercise. And what I've determined is that there are still a lot of people out there that are chasing calories, uh, mostly just because, I mean, it's really just pretty solid data. I mean, there's, there's still, uh, so much marketing out there that you can chase calories and still lose weight. Um, There's still I'm not going to name names, but there's still companies out there that are still functioning off of people that are basically spending their life just uh, counting calories and counting carbs. And that's how they're trying to lose weight. And then they're coming in the gym and they're looking at their piece of equipment and they're trying to see how many calories they've burned in the hopes that that's going to make the difference based off of the amount of poison that they consumed that day. And I do nutrition completely different than that. Uh, I don't chase macros. I don't chase calories. I don't give you a list of macros. I don't give you a list of calories. I don't even talk to you about how many calories you should consume. Um, I don't personally believe in that style of dieting. I do know a lot of people that do it. And I I know they look fantastic. And I think that's great. Um, I was watching a show that uh, I can't remember what it was on. I think it was on YouTube. but. I can't remember what it was, what the foundation was, but it was Will Smith and he was with his family and they hired a health coach. And I just thought it was amazing that they hired a health coach for their entire family. And so he's he's they're showing all these pictures of him through all these movies and all that he's accomplished. And he looks amazing in these movies. I mean, he's six pack every step of the way. Um, But he was talking about just how horrible he felt during those movies. He was like, that's the best I've ever looked, but that's the worst I've ever felt in that movie. And then he would talk about another one and about how terrible the diet was and just how awful he felt the entire time. But he had the look, right? And so the problem is, is that because we're still chasing those macros and we're still chasing those calories uh, for that appearance purpose, Um, we're never really getting to the point to where we're focusing or chasing on ultimately improving our health. And a lot of times if, if we could actually connect, uh, with the aspect of that being the number one priority, we can sometimes get ourselves to a place where we don't have to chase after our weight ever again. Uh, So if our focus in choosing foods is what's in this and what are those ingredients going to do to my body and how can I control how I how can I control how I feel every day? Um, If I eat this, it's going to make me feel this way. If I eat this, it's going to make me feel that way. These are the types of the discussions that people really need to be investing their time and energy in versus. How many calories is in that? How many carbs is in that? How many sugars is in that? Because you could show me an ingredient list and the carbs could be under 10 and the sugars could be under five. But if I look at the ingredients and I see fructose, I see sorbitol, I see aspartame, I see sucralose, I see maltodextrin, dextrose, corn oil, cottonseed oil, sunflower oil, peanut oil, canola oil, You shouldn't have any of that. All of that should be avoided due to the fact that it's going to cause oxidative stress inside your body. And so you may get away with losing weight, but that doesn't mean you have any concept of what's going on inside of you. We used to have a guy at Powerhouse that did the stairs every day. And he would come in at the crack of dawn right in the morning because I started at five o'clock in the morning every day there. And he would come in and he would do the stair mill. And the stair mill, if those of you that have not been on it, it is not an easy piece of equipment to use. I mean, I remember the first time getting on the stair mill probably almost 20 years ago, uh, probably back when they created it. I was part of the creation. <laughs> um I, I got on for five minutes. I thought I was going to fall off the back of it and I was in good shape. You got to be conditioned for it. Well, he used to get on it. And he used to stay on it for almost an hour at a time. He did that every single day that I was at powerhouse. I watched him do it every single day and he had a heart attack. He had a quadruple bypass heart attack. I mean, you have to care about the food that you're eating. Sure, there's going to be some genetic tendencies for your body, but the reality is is that if you learn and understand what those genetic predispositions are, uh, then you really need to care about what's in the ingredients. Because if genetically you have issues with these scenarios, then that is the warning signal that you need to be paying attention to what's in your food a whole lot more than you need to be paying attention to the carbs and the sugars. And of course that's important, but if you pay attention to the ingredients, you'd be surprised. You'll actually probably put yourself into a position where you're really just, you're just taking in natural foods. There's no unnatural flavoring or, or, or uh, no fake all artificial preservatives in the in the real food when you can pronounce and recognize what those ingredients are you're going to be in a much better position so when you think about exercising coming into the gym here's something i want you to think about this is very important and i hear no one talking about it like no one if you are swollen before you walk in the gym and your body internally is under stress, it has internal inflammation, you have to understand that the type of exercise you do could stress that body out even more. It could slow your adrenals down, raise your cortisol. It could push you in a position to where you could be more hypersensitive with your blood sugar. It could cause a whole of issues if you walk in the door in an acidic state and you try to make that acidic body do things that are more than it should be doing at the time. You want to address the inflammation first before you dive into a hit cardio class. There are some people that will blow their food so bad over the weekend, have alcohol, have sugar, have carbs, but then on Monday they go to a boot camp because they want to work off that, all that junk that they just had but you don't realize that your body is in its most inflamed state after having all that garbage. And what you really need to do is detox your body. You need to go through a fast that first day. You need to go into an infrared sauna. You need to do some yoga. You need to do some foam rolling and some dry brushing to get your body and your lymphatic system, your liver, all the detox pathways working the way that they should. If you put all that junk in you over the weekend and then you come in to a gym and you do a boot camp and you destroy yourself and you feel awful during the entire experience, you're not improving yourself. You're actually worsening things and you might find that you create a pattern of inflammation that you can't eliminate. So you really can't outrun or out chase that bad diet. And the thing is, is you can actually make things worse instead of better if you try to pound yourself with all that high-intensity exercise after having all of that bad food. So I just want to reiterate this. If you have a horrible weekend of drinking and eating, and you have basically put yourself in... A deto- you're, you're, you're toxic at this point your liver is in a toxic state your kidneys are struggling because of all that you've brought in so if you've done that then you've got to look at that first day of the week differently that is not boot camp day that is yoga day That is sit in the sauna day. That is fast all day long day. That is literally do a 24 hour fast with salt and with water and with minerals. It's not the day that you try to kill yourself in the gym. You can't outwork those toxins and what you will do by raising that cortisol and by dumping down your adrenals and exhausting yourself is actually make yourself even more acidic after pounding yourself with all that garbage over the weekend. So what you want to do is put that hit workout out until you are prepped and ready for the hit workout. You need to be in your best place for that workout. Don't try to work out like an athlete when you're not eating like an athlete. To be your very best in the gym, you have to feed yourself your very best. Don't go that path. You're gonna worsen the way you feel if you do it. Make sure the exercise lines up with the nutrition. Make sure the two are coming together and they make sense for you to be doing or you could be worsening yourself. You could be down regulating your thyroid, creating more inflammation, adding more swelling, uh, causing more joint issues. Guys, this is a big deal. It makes a big difference. The answer is not high intensity. The answer is first, fix your food. Second, if you're gonna have a bad weekend, fast. Autophagy. Learn what fasting is. Try to understand what happens when your body fasts and realize that that's what needs to happen first. As you get back on your nutrition, I'm not even gonna call it a diet, a clean eating program, you get back into that nutrition, you stay focused on that nutrition, you're feeling the health from that nutrition. Now climb a mountain. Now go on the longest bike ride of your life. Now go to the boot camp class. Now do 100 burpees that day. You cannot make up for the poison. Okay. The exercise does not detox you. Okay. Maybe detox yoga will. Okay. I just told you earlier, do some yoga. So I just don't want anyone to think that I don't think that there's some options to detox, but the hit workout. It's not going to detoxify you. It's actually going to probably make you more toxic in that situation when you've had that much garbage food. And if you're stuck, and your weight is not moving, and you've been trying and trying and trying, you've got to look at that. You've got to think to yourself, am I doing the right form of exercise for my body for this season that I'm in? If you're struggling with stress, I mean, who kind of isn't right now for the most part? But, you know, I mean, I think we're coming out of it. And I think, you know, you can be full of faith and still feel a little stressed, right? So if you're struggling with stress, and you have the highest cortisol levels that you've ever had, right? Because you're going through all these different things that you're going through. Is that a good time to do a boot camp? I mean, is that a good time to to literally hit your workouts the hardest you've ever hit them? Not necessarily, you've got to learn your body. If you're going through that and you're actually feeling more swollen, uh, your blood pressure's actually staying a little bit higher, you're having gut issues, you're bloating in your gut, your body's not repairing. If you have that adrenal body where it's starting to really inflame and get swollen everywhere, as well as just feeling hard and bloated, your exercise might not be the right type of exercise for you right now in this season. And what's the difference? Well, it might be that you still get on the treadmill every day, but you don't push an incline because you don't want to get a pump you want to get things rebounding. You want to, to feel like your fluids are starting to flow properly, that you're getting better circulation. Stretch. Stretch, 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 stretch. You really want to feel better? Stretch. Circulation changes everything, guys. It is a deal breaker. It is a game changer if you stretch on a regular basis. Release the lactic acid. Take the Epsom salt bath. Really make sure you're getting enough water in. And I promise you that you will start to actually lose the weight that you need to lose. But none of that matters if you don't at some point get your nutrition lined up, get exercise until the cows come home, and it likely will be the wrong exercise given the circumstances. So if you have just chimed in, or if you're in a position to where you're sitting at home and you're trying everything you can to work out as hard as you can, but you still feel bad and swollen and you, you just can't lose weight, Investigate what type of exercise you're doing and if it makes sense. And if you're bringing poison in and then trying to out-exercise that, you're you're actually making yourself more toxic. So get with a professional that knows what they're talking about. If a personal trainer's answer to your bad eating binge is to run you into the ground in the gym, they don't necessarily know what they're talking about. Make sure they care about you detoxing first. How do you detox? Not by doing burpees, okay? You detox by taking the proper, appropriate measures with your food, getting on the right plan. In my opinion, it includes fasting. 18 hours, 24 hours, 36 hours, salt, minerals, water. That's the first thing. Uh, And then getting back into a solid nutrition program, making it to where your liver can actually function the way it should before you start pounding the pavement with that hardcore exercise again. Once you get that lined up, go right back into that hardcore exercise. If you really struggle with your lymphatic system and you struggle struggle with your liver and you stay swollen and you have autoimmunity, you want to think about the type of exercise you're doing. If you're not losing weight like you think you should and you're staying swollen, you may not be doing the right exercise for your body and you need to get with an actual trainer that understands that instead of someone that only knows a bank of 35 uh, different exercises and that's What they cycle you through they need to investigate and look at you and learn how your body works and how it moves and that takes time they may not figure that out the first week they may not figure that out the first three weeks it might take them two months to really learn your body and understand how it needs to move but they need to be looking for that at all times So understanding that some exercise really may not be right for you and that high intensity exercise after a huge weekend of bad eating and drinking is probably the worst thing that you can do. And you really put yourself into a a more toxic state by doing that. Um, Have you ever considered this question? Well, let me ask you this question. This This is a very important question to me. I feel it in my spirit. I have passion behind it. Have you ever sat and just thought about putting everything you have into your nutrition? Everything, everything you have. Saying, I will not make an excuse, I I will, I will not cheat, I will not put garbage into my body. I will take three months of my life and I will focus on making myself feel amazing because I will care about every ingredient that I bring in, into my body. Have you ever considered doing that? It could change your life. I mean, it just could change every aspect of your life. It changes depression. It changes anxiety. It changes blood pressure. It changes blood sugar. It changes autoimmunity. Nutrition can change everything. So I'm just asking you that question. Have you ever considered putting everything you have into your nutrition? A hundred percent, everything, three months. Get with the right person, have them set you up with the right program. One that's geared towards health, not weight loss, not chasing the scale, not chasing macros, but sincerely health, health, because weight loss will come if it needs to come, if you're chasing after your health. If you have ever considered it, then do it. Just, just do it. Do it right now. Don't put it off till next week. Today, every meal you have, Make it a clean meal. Make it not poisonous ingredients. I mean, if I could reach through the phone and find you guys and tell you how much it could change your life, I would do it to every single one of you. And I wish that I could find a platform where I could do that. I wish I could stand in front of 5,000 people and say, guys, this is the answer. This could cure so many of your ills. But you have to understand that consistency is key and when you mess up you get right back on track okay so you have a bad day if you have a bad day you don't have to have a bad year so you get right back on track and you stay on track for as long as you can but giving it and giving giving an excuse for why you have poison you're just letting yourself down if you really want to be able to see how great you could feel expand your thinking on the topic and quit thinking about restriction and start thinking about boundaries, healthy boundaries, to become the healthiest person you have ever been. And tell yourself, flesh, you die today. You don't get fed anymore. I will not feed my flesh anymore. Because that's what you're doing. At the end of the day, when you want to eat or overconsume, don't think I don't know what it's like. I've wanted to do it before. But when you do, what you're doing is you're feeding the flesh. You're not feeding your faith. You know, faith doesn't tell you eat and and overconsume. And in fact, tells you not to. Uh, Gluttony is a sin, just like any other sin. Think about how you can honor God with the choices that you make for your body. And that as you die to the flesh, how much more effective you can be in your faith because you're not constantly trying to feed that need, that desire. Well, I want something. I crave this. I don't care if you crave it or not. If it's not good for you, don't feed the craving. If it's causing a disease in your body, don't feed the craving. If you can't figure out how to unlock that and how to get out of that, hire someone. You need someone's help because your doctor can't do it. Your doctor was not put through school to instruct you on how to resist cravings. They cannot be the ones to blame for why you cannot follow your diet. It is not why they went to college, okay? So they're not going to be the ones to help you. You are going to have to hire someone that's going to get in with in it with you and they're going to stay in it with you until you fight your way through it and you say, "This is just the new way." Okay? This is just the new way I'm going to do this. And it's going to be for a lifetime and it's going to be for my family because I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired every day. And I'm sick of making excuses for why I keep putting poison in my body every day and why I walk around feeling poisoned every day. There's another life out there for you. There's a life of abundance and it's it's within reach and your food could change all of that. I'm asking if you have ever considered uh, putting everything you have into your nutrition, my first suggestion is today, break up with food. End your love affair with it. Divorce it. Food is fuel for your body. It can taste amazing. That's why I have cookbooks. I love to cook. But you know what? I I don't make exceptions for poison. I look at my daughter as a treasure that God gave me. And when I feed her, I feed her the very best because she will serve his kingdom. And she is going to cause increase for that kingdom. So I'm going to fuel her and make her feel the best she can every single day. And I don't feel like I'm creating any type of eating disorder because I don't let her eat garbage every day. But I do create desserts. That she enjoys, and they're made with healthy ingredients. I made a bakery for that reason. I literally created a healthy bakery and I work it, I work my heart out at it one day a week. I work 15 hours a day, and then the next day I drive for eight hours and deliver it to everybody. So I had another platform to get into people's homes and show them you don't have to eat hostess every day for the rest of your life. And I feel bad I'm putting down hostess, but you don't have to. There's other alternatives today. End your love affair with food. You know you've been in a toxic relationship before. We all have. And you knew every single day of your life that you needed to find a way to get out of it. And you didn't, and you went a long time before you got out of it, right? That is what's happening with the food. If it's making you toxic... You have a toxic relationship with it, and you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to get out of it. God's got a bigger thing for you ahead. He's got bigger and better than garbage food. He wants you to feel amazing every single day. Diet of the flesh, stop feeding the flesh, and start feeding your faith. If you're struggling with your food, if you need help, that's what I do. I have a six month nutrition program, I'll help you. You know, hiring a health coach is something completely different than hiring a personal trainer. Uh, I barely personal train anymore. I spend almost all my time health coaching and I've always done nutrition coaching. Uh, I go out on the floor with people that I've worked with for years and years and years and it's because I love them. I love those people and that's why I train them or maybe because they referred their family member to me and they want me to train them. Uh, I love working out and I love training, but what happened to me as a personal trainer was I realized I cannot help these people get better if they don't change their food. So I realized I've got this staff of people that are amazing trainers and they do an incredible job with what they do. They do an incredible job with what they do And the reality is, is that they need help. They need someone to support them. And so that's what I've done is I've created a scenario within this facility that my trainers can train and they can go out there and they can get the best workout in possible with that client. But they don't have to actually play bad cop. They don't have to hold them accountable for the food component. Okay, so they're always the cheerleader out there working them as hard as possible and helping them to feel as strong as possible. And then I come in the room and I make them face that demon. I make them face that toxic relationship and I help them to turn the corner to receive change and to receive blessing and to realize that there's a better life out there than just poisoning yourself every day and just hanging on to that poison as your crutch to be able to get through all those struggles. And, you know, it's an emotional roller coaster that people go through to really realize that they can feel amazing every day and it's contagious. And so when they start to change, everyone around them wants to know what's different about them. But it's not easy. It's hard and it takes time and it takes patience and it takes work and it takes discipline and it takes consistency. But if you want to do it, like I said, if you really want to sit down and think, I want to put all that I have into nutrition and just see how amazing I can feel. I want to end my love affair with food. I want to divorce it once and for all, then give us a call. I'll help you. But for right now, quit convincing yourself that you can outwork that bad diet because you can't. And what you in fact may do is actually make yourself more toxic in doing it, more swollen, more inflamed. So learn what's right for your body. But if you just ruined your whole weekend by the way you ate and drank, don't go to a boot camp on Monday. The best thing you can do is do a great fast, take your minerals, take your salt, take your water and completely end your love affair with food. Get your boundaries back, quit thinking on restrictions, quit hanging out with people that are poisoning you with their thinking that it's okay to keep bringing poison in and hold steady in your faith that you're not alone in this. When God sees you step up to the plate and you try to make these changes, he will honor it and he will support you every step of the way. Just ask for it. That's what he's thats what He's there for. You think it's not important enough for him to help you with? It's probably one of the most important decisions you'll ever make in your life. You change your food, you change your life. I love seeing people in here exercising and I want to see you exercise. But if you're not going to eat right, you're only going to experience a small, small amount of how amazing your life could actually be. I pray blessing on you, but I really pray is courage. Courage to say, I'm tired of living this way. I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm tired of chasing after the same 20 pounds. I'm going to do this once and for all. And I pray that you have the courage to step in faith and do exactly that hey if you want to do it with me i'm ready and trust me i live ready this is what i live for i live for you deciding you're ready to make this decision and i will get in it with you and i will stay in it with you every step of the way and you're going to want to quit and i'm not going to let you because we're going to get through it and we're going to change your life because of it but if it's not me then hire someone Hire someone that cares more about your health than your waistline. Hire someone that cares more about how you feel than how heavy you lift. Hire someone that's trying to understand how your body is receiving the exercise and that it makes sense for you to be doing the movement patterns that you're doing and that they're not actually furthering inflammation. Okay? This is important. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.